too of, of how you do things. Ryan, Trista, and Nick are back on BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Yeah. If you're a college football fan, you know that voice, obviously, Jimbo Fisher. So, you know what you could do, PJ? Hear me out, right? So, you could grab an offshore chalky Texas A&M over 7.5, minus 165. And then, you could come back and you could take the under over at MGM right now. But MGM, Texas A&M under 8.5 wins at a chalky minus 165. What do you think about that? I could see them finishing 8-4. and I could, too. I could, too. That, that feels about right, the eight wins. I'm telling you, man. I think they're going to be the real deal. Over seven and a half wins, I bet it. Offensive line, all back. Ten starters back on defense. Fourteen starters overall. Uh, so we'll see. We were talking about Ole Miss before the break. And Lane Kiffin, obviously, uh, one of my favorite guys on this planet. Does a great job with the transfer portal. Also, they bring back 16 starters. Um, you look on the offensive side of the ball. Jackson Dart is back, although there's a little bit of a quarterback competition. Only four starters back. Um, or I should say four starters are back on the offensive line. Running back room, they lose Zach Evans, but they bring in a bunch of dudes. You look at their wide receiver room. Last year, they had to replace five of their top seven. This year, four of their top six are back, including Jordan Watkins. What do you think about uh, Ole Miss coming into this season? They're a stay away from me. Uh, it's just a really tough schedule with Georgia and Bama. That's, I mean, that's the thing, man. And LSU and A&M, by the they way. They have to play at Georgia. They have to play at Bama. You mentioned LSU and A&M. Obviously, they have to play Arkansas. Being in, uh, being in the SEC West, you get the Egg Bowl at the end of the year, which I think they're going to lose again. They're at Mississippi State and Starkville. Ryan, I think they're going to lose to Tulane in week two. You and I both love Michael Pratt's quarterback with yeah. Tulane, dude. Willie Fritz and the boys are humming. They use all that momentum from beating USC in the Cotton Bowl last year. They're going to take it into this year. They're going to be one of the better teams in the AAC. I think Ole Miss loses that game. And then they're going to lose at Bama. They're going to lose at Georgia. They're going to lose at Mississippi State. There's four losses right there. They're going to lose to LSU at home. I think you're going to lose one of the combination games of like an A&M or an Arkansas at home too. So it's going to be a tough season. The win total feels about right. I do not like the Pete Golding hire for Ole Miss at defensive coordinator. Um, just as a Bama guy, I, I did not like Pete at D.C. I think Ole Miss is going to give up a lot of points defensively. They do have some options at quarterback. You mentioned Dart. They also have Spencer Sanders as well, transfers yeah, in from Oklahoma State, which is surprising, right? Like, why would Spencer Sanders want to compete for a job? Why not just go play somewhere else where you know that you're for sure going to be the guy? Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you. But I mean, like, Jackson Dart, I'm not in love with Jackson Dart, but I don't understand. So, unless, like, Oklahoma State is just a complete mess, because you look at it, man, he's the number two passer in school history, Spencer Stan Spencer Sanders. I yeah. just I don't understand why I, I don't either. Because yeah, he's not may- guaranteed a starting job. He's not. Maybe I don't know. Maybe for his NFL future, he wanted to work with a guy like Lane with all of his NFL experience. I truly I, I don't know. Yeah. But that that was a head scratcher for me too. Because Altmaier transferred out. So you're thinking, oh, maybe Dart transfers out too, and yeah. Spencer's come Spencer Sanders comes in. But no, both there. Yeah, so. they're they're a weird team because again, like last year, they played nobody to start the season. Then they went one and five when they stepped up in class. Right, and Jackson Dart kind of looked like a freshman. But now, man, another year in that offense. But I, I wouldn't be shocked if Spencer Sanders won that job. Uh, four starters back on the offensive line, like I said, seven back on defense. I'm with you though. I don't really like the Golding hire. Five seasons at Bama, and they're also going to switch to a three-four. So I don't know what that's going to look like because they only bring back two defensive linemen. They add three transfers. 
Um, I hate that schedule, though. Georgia, Bama, LSU, and A&M, so I'm staying away. You brought up Arkansas. You like Arkansas. Sam Pittman, four years there now. They have to replace Kendall Bryles, though. I think that's a steal for TCU. He's going to be calling plays this mm-hmm. year. Um, things are going to be a little bit different offensively, but K.J. Jefferson's back, a three-year starter. Not a whole lot of uh, returning production, though, but they do bring back Rocket Sanders and K.J. Jefferson. So what are you doing with them this year? Woo! Pink Suey, Ryan. I like them this year, man. The non-conference schedule, Western Carolina, Kent State, easy games, 2-0. and FIU end of the year, 3-0. and BYU's at home this year. That's going to be 4-0. and I'm looking at four wins right off the bat, right? Then you get into SEC play. Now the road schedule this year is brutal. At Florida, at Bama, at Ole Miss, at LSU. If they can just win one of those games, I'd feel good. I think they got a shot at maybe winning two. Maybe you beat Florida and Ole Miss. So right there, you're maybe looking at like four or five wins for Arkansas. And then the home schedule is against Mississippi State, Auburn, Missouri, and then Jerry World against Texas A&M. So a lot of coin flip games for Arkansas this season, especially at home. There are some games that could kind of go either way. But I just like K.J. Jefferson. I like the experience. I like Rocket Sanders. I like Sam Pittman as a head coach. Arkansas just does enough every year. Like, they're going to be a bowl team. It's just... Depends on are they going to be a six-win team this year? Are they going to be a seven-win team, an eight-win team? So the win total feels about right. But I, yeah. I do like Arkansas. I think they're going to give teams some trouble, man. K.J. Jefferson is is really good. And when he's really good, Arkansas is tough to deal with. And they're going to score a lot of points. So I do I do like Arkansas this year better than most, uh, more than most people. I love Sam Pittman. Like, you know the offensive line is going to be solid, even if it's like a little bit of a rebuild year because they only bring back two starters. I mean, he was a former offensive line coach. I think that the Kendall Bryles loss is going to be huge. And then K.J. Jefferson, the only knock on him is he struggles to stay healthy. Like, last year he had a 9-to-1 turnover ratio, and then he got hurt against Alabama, came back against BYU and torched them, then got hurt against Liberty, wasn't able to play against LSU. If he goes down, I just I don't feel really good about the offense because it's him, Rocket Sanders, and then just four other returning starters. Defense, they get six starters back, and they set a school record with 42 sacks last year. The only reason I can't go over this year is that four-game stretch where they get LSU, they get A&M, they get Bama, and then they get Ole Miss all on the road. That's brutal right there, dude. So I had to stay away, but I love Sam Pittman. Win total seems about right. Auburn's going to be a weird team this year because Hugh Freeze is back in the SEC. Won eight games at least his first four years at Liberty. I uh, had the hospital bed scene. Oh, yeah. I just Who can forget that? What do you think happens at quarterback? Because they have Robbie Ashford, who started the last nine games of the season, but then they also hit the portal and brought in Peyton Thorne, who had that one really good year at Michigan State with, Ken- with Kenneth Walker there. Uh, the reason why Mel Tucker got paid was that one du- double-digit win season. Then they completely fell apart. What do you think about Auburn this year, though? Eight starters are back on offense. Maybe Peyton Thorne wins this job. They also brought in um, Tulsa's... Uh, former head coach Philip Montgomery to call the play. So he's the OC now. Nine starters back on defense. I think they might be a surprise team. 17 starters overall. But they get Georgia out of the East, and I don't love this schedule. So I didn't do anything with them, but I would lean over maybe with Auburn, man. So what's interesting is you look at Auburn. If I just blindly, you know, and you didn't really look at their schedule and you just thought about Auburn, and you'd say, what their what would their win total be? I would think like four and a half, five. So when I saw seven, I was like, what the... But then you look Plus at the schedule. Yeah. yeah, and then you look at the schedule, and it's like, all right, UMass, Cal, Samford, New Mexico State, Vanderbilt this year. So you're like, okay, there are maybe five wins right there. And then can you get a couple other wins? You mentioned, though, 
the the toughest part about being an Auburn fan is that you play Georgia and Alabama every year. Right. So right there, like that's just brutal luck for you. And then uh, you obviously get both the Mississippi schools, Ole Miss and Mississippi State. LSU's on the road this year. It's a tough schedule, Ryan. I just don't know if I can get there year one with yeah. Hugh Freeze. I do think Robbie Ashford ends up being the guy just because I think Hugh Freeze's best teams are when he has a mobile quarterback. So uh, I, I would I would think he's going to be the quarterback, and I just don't want to touch this Auburn win total, man. I mean, seven wins? Like, I don't even know if they're going to make a bowl game, and you're asking me if they're going to get seven wins. Yeah, they replaced Tank Bigsby. He's gone. That's a good point about Ashford, like, being a mobile quarterback. And he knows the offense because he started nine. I mean, it's going to be a different offense, obviously, here. But they only have – they have four guys coming in from the transfer portal on that offensive line. So only one starter returns. So you're probably going to want a guy that can move around a little mm-hmm. bit. Also, like, this is a complete rebuild. They have a new defensive coordinator. Ron Roberts leaves Baylor. He was there the last three years. But they have dudes coming back. Nine starters on defense, too. So The Brian Harson move never made sense. But they got their guy now in Hugh Freeze. That's a good hire. And, uh, look, I mean, he's he's has success against Nick Saban. He's beaten him twice, and Auburn fans love that. So it's going to make the Iron Bowl that much more interesting. Uh, one last team before we move over to the other side of the division. I wanted to talk about Mississippi State because their win total is 6.5. It's minus 135 to the under. They bring back Will Rogers. We talked about that. He's the school's all-time passing leader. Seems like he's been there for like 14 years. Eight starters are back. Mike Leach, obviously, unfortunately, not back. Um, I actually went under, man. So 12 starters back in hole, but you look at the schedule, like their winnable games are all on the road. They host Alabama. They host LSU. So even their home games are really, really tough. Mm -hmm. They only have four starters back on defense. I think this is a six-win team, year one without Leach, man. Like, I like Will Rogers, but the offense is going to look different. I think they're going to run the football a lot more. Like, Barbe takes over as the OC. He was at App State, and before that, he was at Central Michigan. Right. They're going to want to run the ball. Um, And I just... I think there's a lot of question marks on both sides of the ball with only 12 starters back. I'm going to like a lot of Mississippi State unders because I think their defense is going to be good. And like you mentioned, I think they're going to run the ball more. And that's going to kind of try and be their formula. And Will Rogers is like the completion machine. You know, he doesn't yeah. like airing it out down the field. He likes to kind of dip and dunk. So that's the way I think they're going to operate. You mentioned the schedule. Non-conference is easy for them. I mean, Western Michigan, Southern Miss. Uh, C-Law, Arizona, like you got some easy winnable games there. Um, and then the fact that you get your two toughest games are at home against Bama and LSU, that's definitely favorable. But yeah, I'm not big on Mississippi State. I think it's going to be a long year in Starkville. They're obviously in rebuild mode. But I do think they still make a bowl game. I think they get to the six wins. I think that would be a success for them, making a bowl, getting to the postseason. And, uh, you know, Will Rogers trying to go out on a high note and build on uh, all the records that he has a chance of breaking in Mississippi State this year. You know, it's crazy. I only have one bet in the SEC West. I have, oh, no, two. I got LSU over on their win total, nine and a half, and I got Texas A&M over seven and a half wins. Uh, and that's all I got on that side. Let's actually talk a little uh, Georgia football because I have a hot take for you. I think Georgia's going to win the national championship, maybe, unless Clemson does. But I think they're going to be even better, like with Carson Beck taking over, man. He played seven games of mop-up duty, but he threw four touchdowns and over 300 yards. I love Stetson Bennett because he made me a bunch of money the last two years. But I just I don't think there's going to be a huge drop-off. When you look at this offense, Kendall Milton's back. 
Uh, they lose Kenny McIntosh, but they've still got three of their top four backs. Arian Smith's going to see some targets. McConkey's back. He had two touchdowns in the national title game against TCU. But the most important thing is Brock Bowers is back, mm-hmm. and I think he's the best football player in the country. And even though you lose Darnell Washington, you replace him with Oscar Delp, who's now a sophomore. Three starters are back on the old line. I think offensively they're going to be just as good, man. And defensively, I mean, you are just going to replace five stars with five stars every year. The secondary will be a question mark. But they're going to be undefeated when they see Tennessee, and I don't think Tennessee could beat them this year. So it's tough to bet against Georgia. This schedule's such a joke. It's a I mean, it is like, what are we doing? UT Martin, Ball State, UAB, Panera Bread Tech, Starbucks University. I mean, who else are they going to play? You got Vanderbilt on here. It's ridiculous. Obviously, they play Georgia Tech at the end of the year. Georgia but, Tech's terrible, Pete. Uh, even, uh, even this year, even after firing their AD. No, I know. They're awful. They're terrible. Tennessee's the only game where you look at and you think, maybe this is the game. Now, maybe Georgia has a game this year like they did last year where Missouri kind of gives you a scare like they did last year. Like, maybe they have one of those games. Maybe it's Auburn. Maybe it's Ole Miss. Maybe it's Missouri again. I just, I'm with you, though, Ryan. I mean, how how can you think Georgia's going to lose a game on this schedule that's not Tennessee? I mean, how, how can you think that's going to happen? I just, I can't see it. They're too deep. Their defense is too good. They're too well coached. They're so, they're so, they're just, they're just better than everybody else in the SECs, so... I'm with you. They are they are the deserving favorites. It's tough to go back-to-back. It's even tougher to three-peat. And that's going to be the toughest part for Georgia is kind of just beating themselves. Like, that's what we used to say about all those old Alabama teams, you know? When uh, when I was at school, Ryan, Alabama, their promo for, uh, like, the spring game, we would call it A-Day, would be the toughest game of the year is against ourselves. And, like, that's what Georgia's is, right? Like, the yeah. toughest game of the year for them. Their toughest games are the practice are the practices every single day. So they're going to be really good. What do you think about Tennessee this season? Their win total 9.5, plus 150 right now at MGM to the over. Joe Milton takes over for Hendon Hooker. Ten touchdowns, no picks. He's got a cannon for an arm. Um, didn't leave in the portal. I thought there was a chance he'd leave, but he stuck around. You look at the wide receivers, man. They lose a ton of production. Tillman's gone, but they got some speed. Squirrel White, probably the best name in college football. McCoy Jr.'s back. Three starters back on the O-line. I don't think you could really downgrade them a whole lot, but I don't think they're going to be as good uh, with Milton as they were with Hendon Hooker. What do you think? Ryan, Tennessee to me is one of the most fascinating teams in the country this season because there are two things I want to see. One, have defenses kind of figured out Josh Heupel's offense a little bit. They led the country in passing yards last year. They led in scoring. But Tennessee played two really good defenses and two really good head coaches and George and Kirby Smart and Clemson and Dabo Sweeney who kind of gave you a little bit of a blueprint of how to slow them down. So how will Tennessee adjust? And then the second thing is can Josh Heupel turn this into a program? Like, can you lose a big-time quarterback and still keep the train moving? So that's what I want to see. I'm telling you right, though, uh, right now, we said yesterday Maryland, one of the best sandwich spots on Penn State's schedule, or in uh, Michigan's schedule in between Penn State and Ohio State. UTSA in between Florida and South Carolina for Tennessee this year. Vols haven't won in Gainesville since 03, and South Carolina, they uh, crushed their national championship hopes last year. Love that sandwich spot, UTSA. little revenge spot. Mm -hmm. We'll uh, we'll wrap up the SEC here next. Ben and Jim tonight.